0: It is January 15th and we are back with Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. I am Nick Hammity and with me today I have Dylan Thomas and Pear Broffin. Dylan, uh, how's Florida?
1: Florida's nice. I'm just touring uh, Robert Waters College out here. Gotta meet up with the coach <laughs> and see if I can not extend my basketball career a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, you have to get back to us. Uh, I don't think they fared well in their game last week, so uh, Robert Waters has a long way to go before they become the program that they want to be. I'm hoping um, to I jump the,
1: the wheel there that can get the car rolling again.
0: <laughs> I mean, with your Iowa State experience of uh, C-League intramural basketball, I'm sure you can get that uh, get that okay. off the ground. We only
1: played C League freshman year. Then I left. You went to A League and won. So I don't want to hear that shit.
0: <laughs> I will say, Dylan, uh, Dylan was probably the most competitive person under six foot four on a basketball court I've ever seen in my entire life. Hey, uh, Dylan, get us into uh, get us into things with a, a his- historical fact that hopefully is about a sport that we actually talk about.
1: Uh, sport that we talk about. So, circling back to tennis. I know we've got a lot of leans on tennis for this weekend, so here's your fun fact. Fe- no. God it's- damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found a real good one. 1967 was Super Bowl one at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Green Bay Packers beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So, two teams that we think could potentially wind up in the Super Bowl this year. That's Nick's hey, ball. The, the big Packers two. Chiefs, yeah. Uh, that Only if you're game- going
2: straight shock.
1: Of course, that (laughs) game, the outcome, the Packers won 35 to 10, and the MVP was none other than Mr. Bart Starr himself.
0: Bart Starr, the GOAT. Well, um, I want to point out before we uh, – good job, Dylan. Um, I want to point out before we get into uh, the NFL here that Ethan couldn't be with us today because he is currently uh, being vaccinated for the COVID-19 vaccine um, because he thinks he's more important than Grammy. Thoughts, guys? What do you guys think?
1: Well, everybody say your goodbyes I mean, to Ethan Hydorn. He's probably not going to survive past a week.
2: <laughs> he does handle all of Grammy's pills at, at work, so probably important. No, 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 no. Grammy
0: comes before Ethan. I would sacrifice Ethan 100 times for my 90-year-old grandma. Now, uh, <laughs> let's get into this. <laughs> we have the uh, Packers uh, coming in at a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Rams. We've seen what's been going on with the Rams in the last few weeks. Um, quarterback uh, uncertainty with Jared Goff's thumb. Jared Goff looked all right last week, and the Rams uh, looked like their little robotic Sean McVay coach team. Dylan, uh, thoughts on this game? And uh, I'm, I'll just start us out here, get the ball rolling. I like, this, I like the Packers, uh, minus six and a half in this game, and I, I, solely because it's in Lambeau. And I also love this game on a tease uh, six and a half tease down to a half point victory. It's free money. Dylan, what do you think?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. First of all, I'm I'm all in on the tease and I'll talk about the other end of that tease that I intend to play this weekend when we get to the game. Um, This is Aaron Rodgers at home with a team that finally looks complete. Obviously he's not, he's not uh, shy when it comes to playing in the playoffs. He's been there many times. Uh, He's also coming off of a bye, and that's really critical here. Aaron Rodgers, 10, 5, and 1 ATS with 12 to 15 days of rest. Uh, The way the Packers team looks, the way that the Rams team is inconsistent, I would take them up to seven points. Uh, I don't know if the line's going to move because the Rams upset the Seahawks last week, but I would take them up to seven points, and I love teasing them down and getting close to a pick.
0: All right. All right. And uh, we'll bring in the Paris uh, here. Pear, I know, uh, I know you think my Packers, uh, Packers Chiefs Super Bowl is a joke, but do the Rams have any chance of knocking the Packers off here? I
2: don't think it's a joke. I just think it's lazy handicapping. And if you're going to host a gambling podcast, maybe you want to put a little more effort and thought. So,
0: again, for the people at home, when the Packers play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, just remember this <laughs> fucking idiot telling me that I had to make it more complicated than picking – the two teams that made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Pear, we are down to a group of teams now that is almost the most likely scenario that my teams make it to the Super Bowl here, being the Chiefs and the Packers, with Uh the exception being maybe, maybe the Ravens beat the Bills this week and somehow go on, or maybe the Bills go on to to beat the Chiefs or whatever your little twisted fantasy is. Either way, uh, it's going to be the Bucs, the Saints, or the Packers from the NFC because the rams are losers and from the afc it's clearly not going to be the browns it's clearly uh going to be somebody that the chiefs have to play in the afc championship so i just want to tell you i'm basically i took an even bet basically for like one or two games and i want you to shut up so uh (laughs) i actually (laughs) don't i actually don't want you to shut up i want you to tell me your picks here but um i want you to understand that you're gonna look stupid when that happens
2: well, what I want to do is I'm just counting down to March when I can see your uh, your March Madness bracket, and it's just all one <laughs> the final four. I, I, think, so I think Obama did that. It.
0: I think Obama did that one time, and it actually <laughs> it actually went all four one seeds the year he did it.
2: Yeah. So see, he knows a little bit what he's talking about in the world. Yeah, so do Sorry, I. Dylan. Um, but anyway, as far as this game goes. Um, uh. Aaron Rodgers, 6 0 ATS in his career against the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff, the quarterback from Cal and the Los Angeles quarterback, 0 2 against the spread and outright in his career in games with uh, below freezing temperatures. Uh, No touchdowns, five interceptions in those games. Uh, I think the, the Rams are in a tough spot here, having, you know, they played in very consequential games. Week uh, 15 was for the division, or sorry, week 16 was for the division, uh, and they lost to Seahawks. Week 17 was for a playoff berth against the Cardinals. Obviously, last week was a playoff game. So, this is their fourth high intensity game in, in a row. Uh, that just takes too much out of a team. I like the, the Packers to cover six and a half here. If it was seven, seven and a half, it might be different. But um, yeah, I think the Packers roll here.
1: I'd also no. look.
2: Uh, I'd also take a look at the over in this game because the weather is looking to clear up just a little bit in Green Bay. Uh, we got snow coming through Minneapolis here right now, but uh, it looks like Green Bay is going to be okay by game time. And all seven outdoor playoff games and weather below 30 degrees since 2017 have gone over. Uh, And all four outdoor games this season, when the temperature was below freezing, went over. So don't worry too much about uh, the weather. I think you're getting a discount on that total.
1: Well, we saw what the Packers did in much rougher weather a couple weeks ago. Would would they put up 50 points with a backup running back?
0: Yeah, against the Titans, right? Yeah,
1: Devontae Adams had three touchdowns. I mean, obviously the weather's not going to bother Aaron Rodgers. I don't mind the over either. My only concern is if the Rams come out like they do sometimes and score six points in this game, then we are relying completely on Aaron Rodgers to destroy them, which isn't unreasonable. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see a couple touchdowns from the Rams if we're going to hit that over.
0: And I like, that, uh, I like that pair hit that weather angle. Um, I was leaning towards hitting that, too, especially with Jared Goff's uh, Cal- California background, um, going, piggybacking off of what Dylan just said. That's why I stay away from the over in this game. Um, Jared Goff might play a good game. You never know. But there's also a chance that Jared Goff is stifled by the weather, uh, puts up a 6 or a 10 spot, and it's, it's going to be hard to get that many points from the Packers, especially in a playoff game where you're no longer running up your MVP stats. Uh, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're just trying to grind the game out. No, I think that's, uh, that's kind of the angle that I'm approaching this, uh, this playoff run with. Aaron Rodgers knows for a fact this might be his last hoorah. He might have one more, might have two more if he's really lucky, but no one's going to age the way that uh, Tom Brady aged, and Aaron Rodgers has collarbone issues. He's got issues with uh, you know, reoccurring injuries. He knows this is it. He needs to go out there. He needs to get this second Super Bowl. Or he's going to be a quarterback that probably retires with one Super Bowl. People say, oh, this guy was really good, but he only had one Super Bowl. So, I expect Rodgers to go balls of the wall.
2: I but love the, the Packers uh, in the spot. But if the Packers had gotten the two seed, you'd be completely ignoring that narrative and picking whoever the one seed was to go to the Super Bowl.
0: I hate you, pair, because I would not be. I know. Because <laughs> the, the Saints just don't have my respect right now. Um, We'll get into that in a second. Uh, they, they have my respect, but not as a Super Bowl contender. Now, that takes us into uh, – our second Saturday game, Saturday night's game, uh, pairs Bills versus the uh, Dylan's Lamar Jackson, uh, <laughs> Ravens. <laughs> um, Dylan, the Ravens are coming in as a two uh, and a half point dog in this one. This is a very interesting game because I think the Bills are probably one of the most mainstream favorites right now. They're they're rolling, people have loved the way they've been playing. Josh Allen is just killing it, uh, the last month or two. That being said, Lamar Jackson and this Ravens team had everyone sleeping for a few weeks and they are back. They are uh, back from the depths of COVID and they are ready to uh, make a playoff push here. Lamar Jackson. I don't think Lamar Jackson wants to be affected or phased or by what happened earlier this year. He's looking at it as here's a tournament. Let's go win this tournament and, uh, and, and save my, uh, my little MVP pedigree or whatever people think of me uh, as Lamar Jackson. Now, I personally am taking the Bills at home here uh, as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but I'm not going to hammer this one because I respect uh, the Ravens. This game, should be, uh, this game should be a cold game in Buffalo. Uh, the weather would probably get to a lot of other teams more than it will the Baltimore uh, Ravens because the Ravens do have that, that option attack. They have the Lamar Jackson's ability to run, and Lamar's been able to throw it when he's had to as of late. It's a, it's a tough game. I think the over is an intriguing play if the weather stays clear enough in this game. Um, I also am just going to just roll with the team that I think is the better team in the Bills here. Dylan, what do you think?
1: So I'm actually going the other way with this. First of all, I agree with you with the over. That's the play that I like the most in this game for a couple of reasons. Obviously, I was very disappointed on the over last week with the Ravens uh, and the week before, actually, two weeks in a row. Um, but- Coming in at
0: 49 and a half, right?
1: Yeah, and we had 54 a couple weeks ago, and I took the alternate at 61. <laughs> that, one, uh, that one didn't quite run. But um, <laughs> here's, here's the thing about this Bills team, and I've been high on the Bills for a while as well. We're talking about Lamar Jackson treating this like a tournament. Let's, let's make another uh, another scenario similar to March Madness here. What do we talk about going into March Madness? Momentum, momentum, momentum. The Ravens perhaps have the best momentum in the NFL right now. Uh, they, their offense has been absolutely reeling. We talked about that 400-something yard, 400 something yard, reeling in a good action. way. I just yeah. want to
0: make sure everyone understands.
1: They've had they had that 404 yard rushing game uh, a couple weeks ago. The Bills obviously they're going to put up points. Their defense, specifically the rush defense, has not been good. Uh, I've got them ranked 27th in rushing success rate. Uh, it's from the Sharp Football Stats. They gave up 163 rushing yards, third most in the NFL. And last week against the Colts team, who hasn't been consistently a great running team, despite having, in my opinion, one of the better running backs in the entire league, they ran all over them too. The Colts got past the 50-yard line on nine of their 10 possessions. This Ravens defense, I'm sorry, this Ravens offense is far superior to the Colts offense, in my opinion. Um, again, I'm leaning the over of any play, but if you ask me to take one side of the spread, I'm actually going to take the Ravens, and you can keep the points. I think the Ravens can win this game in Buffalo.
0: Now, Lamar Jackson finally did win a playoff game. That being uh, that being said, I don't I don't want to bet against Lamar Jackson to be able to figure things out. Like if Lamar Jackson just does a little bit in this game, it, it could be enough. If he just plays a good game, it could be enough, and especially after what you just said. This Bills defense isn't I don't think this Bills defense is great at all. They had a hard time stopping Philip Rivers in the second half in that that game last week and uh, I, honestly, I was pretty, I was worried that the, the Colts were just going to s- steal a game there. It, it got a little, uh, it got a little closer than, uh, than I thought it was going to get there. Um, I, I just, I don't want to bet against Lamar Jackson, but if, if I had to choose a team in this game, I'm taking the bills now pair. I know it's your team. Are you rolling with us on the bills or are you, uh, are you gonna, are you going to trust the Lamar Jackson hype and, uh, get back on the MVP train from last year and roll with the Ravens?
2: I mean it's hard to be objective in this game for me um, you know when I when I watched that game last week against the Colts the bills did not look like they were um, putting anything out there uh, that was beyond vanilla on offense it looked really bland um, they weren't they weren't trying anything that, that I had seen for the past few weeks um, that had gotten them all those points and all those touchdowns and uh, that Josh Allen MVP steam. Uh, so I, I, I wonder if maybe they were saving some of that stuff for this game, uh, especially since the Ravens defense is uh, kind of exploitable by what the bills run. Uh, the Ravens run pressure on defense more than any other team in the NFL. Uh, and Josh Allen's one of the best quarterbacks against pressure. Uh, so that's one matchup to look for. But you know, when I look at the, at the side and total in this game, uh, a couple things stand out like Lamar Jackson is somehow one of the best road and underdog quarterbacks ever. Uh, he's 14, three and two ATS in his career on the road. That's crazy. Um, and the Ravens are nine and one against the spread and seven and three outright as an underdog with Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, like you guys said, all the hype is on on, uh, on Baltimore right now. I, I'm kind of going against what everything I see. You know, Every pick I look at, people are saying, yeah, Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. I'm going to go against that. I'm going to take the Bills at a short home price. Uh, I think this is their moment. They kind of feel that as an organization. So I'm going to take them to, to win at a short number. Yeah, well, you don't play 16 games
0: the way that the Bills played this year uh just to go out there and and be a team that gets disrespected by a team that no one was talking about a month ago so i think this narrative that the ravens are supposed to maybe beat the beat the bills now is actually a good thing for buffalo it it refocuses them and it gets them back into the world of hey it's not just the chiefs it's the ravens it's the super bowl we got a long ways to go before uh before we're going to be hoisting any lombardi trophies
2: yeah and and you know what the you can look at this one of two ways, I suppose. But the Bills in games this year uh, that were uh, the line is between plus three and minus three for them. They're seven and one ATS, so they're good at winning close games. Uh, the The other side of that of that coin, though, is you know maybe they've had a lot of luck factor on their side, uh, which you know can obviously run out. They also got, got fail. Out.
0: They also got fail. murried.
2: Did yeah, they
0: got
1: fell married, and they got saved at one point on a Cam Newton fumble.
0: Yeah, true. it's true. Yeah.
2: No, a so a lot I, of I, a lot of breaks went the Bills' way last week against the Colts, and that's kind of what has me worried in this game as a Bills fan. Uh, I, I think the Bills caught a lot of the luck factor in that game, uh, and still needed to fade uh, a pretty crazy ending. So
0: look, I'll put it this way for this game: it's a it's a game that we have two really good teams. Um, there's not going to be an easy pick on this game. It's more of an entertainment game for me. I'm probably not going to go heavy on this game just because there's not really a matchup to exploit. We don't know which Lamar we're going to get, and therefore we can't just pick on the Ravens. So I'm, uh, I'm going to take the Bills if I have to lean one direction. But outside of that, I'm not going to talk or spend any more time on that game. The, uh, the joke of the AFC, the team everybody is, for whatever reason, just lighting a fire underneath the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Sammy Watkins adding to the fuel, uh, adding fuel to the fire this week, uh, basically doubling up on Claypool and Juju's antics from last week, saying that the Browns are kind of a joke. Now the Browns are the, by far the biggest underdog this week, coming in as a double-digit dog. Um, the Browns don't are see much.
2: In the playoffs, especially in the second in round. In the, the divisional playoffs. round? Yeah, you do not see that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I do want to say, first of all, I'm not taking the Chiefs minus 10. <laughs> it's, yeah. not a, it's not a pick that I like. I think this game is a teasable game in both directions. I'm going to tease down and because that's my style. I'm going to take a, a seven-point tease with the Packers and the Chiefs. So I'm going to have the Chiefs minus three and the Packers uh, even, basically, or the Packers minus, or plus a half. And that's going to be my big tease of the week. Um, these, are, these are tough spreads this week. There's only four games. You got to be smart with your money here at the end. I'll give a little uh, home run parlay for myself, but I'm, I'm going to tease down. I think Pat Mahomes knows what he got, what he has to do now. I think Pat Mahomes has been humbled a little bit by the media in the last month. People talking about Josh Allen, people talking about people other than, you know, even Aaron Rodgers getting a lot of steam right now. I really do think the chiefs win this game by how much I don't know by more than three. I'm pretty certain the Browns, Baker Mayfield, when he's on, he's on, he's rolling. The Chiefs' defense is a little bit uh, worrisome. We'll get a weather report from you, pair. If the weather is good in Kansas City for this game, um, the over is another intriguing play just because the Browns will have to score points and nobody's going to stop Pat Mahomes. Um, Dylan, what do you think?
1: Yeah, so I I don't think it would be logical for anybody to bet on the Browns to win. Uh, You know me, though. Logic is not necessarily the name of the game, so I'll probably slap a small bet on the Browns' money line, (laughs) uh, perhaps because I am wishing I would have last week instead of absolutely hammering the Steelers in that game. What Um, a game. Yeah. Now, one thing to note here in consideration for a, a line as big as 10 points is first of all the, you said it yourself the browns are kind of the laughing stock of the playoffs now that the bears are out uh but they did play well like you said baker mayfield when he's on he's on he can put up big time points he's that team has scored over 40 points multiple times this season in games that they weren't supposed to win uh the browns are going to have denzel ward and kevin johnson back this weekend why is that important Kevin Ward is an, or I'm sorry, Denzel Ward is an absolute monster. He's, uh, he might be the single best cornerback in the league right now. He does have the lowest completion percentage against him as a cornerback, and he's fast. No, he's not Tyreek Hill fast. I think Tyreek Hill runs a fucking 3.040. No, uh, 3.37. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Denzel Ward runs a 4.3. That was his 40 time. So he is quick, and he's oh, and a full he's a second
0: slower than, than Tyreek. Quarter.
1: So yeah, a full second, (laughs) (laughs) 3.3. The, however, the thing is, I my dog does don't not want a three three four. Yeah, nobody runs <laughs> a 3-3-4. I don't, I don't think that Ward is going to shadow Hill because they move uh, Hill around so much. They just motion him so often. So what I think is actually going to happen is that guy that you were just talking about, Sammy Watkins, is going to be on full shutdown this weekend. I think Ward is going to shadow him across the field and lock his ass down if he even does play. I know he's questionable. Yeah,
0: and uh, apparently Tyreek Hill is not a very good person.
1: Well, he's a, a Chiefs athlete. Don't they kick people or something? Is that like their that's their forte? Isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're not good people. So I just wanted to point that out for the listeners at home. Tyreek Hill, not a good person. Um, Pair, what do you say?
2: Still, it's still going to be a long 15 years for the Broncos, Dylan. Just settle in.
1: <laughs> hey, can you give me a moment to talk shit about the Chiefs when I have an opportunity to say, "Hey, guess what, Chiefs? You're going to win this game, but not cover 10 points."
0: <laughs> so do you? Uh, well, does yeah. this happen to be your second leg of your tees?
1: No, it's not. Oh. Um, but I am gonna take the Browns plus ten. We talked about this towards the end of the regular season. The Chiefs win and they win and they win and they win. And but they, they don't, don't cover cover and they don't cover. And this is one of the biggest lines they've had all season. I'm taking the Browns straight up, or not straight up. I'm taking the Browns at plus ten without the tees.
0: I don't hate that at all. The only reason that uh, I, I stay away from that didn't cover stat is it looked like Mahomes like needs stimulation to be excited about a game and the regular season for him was just like, all right, let's just get this down to the last possession so I can do something cool. Um, per, what do you think?
2: Yeah, that's the, that's the weird thing to watch with the Chiefs this year is they haven't won a, a game by more than a touchdown since they beat the Jets in week eight. Like, that's a lifetime ago. Um, all their other games have been really, obviously, really close games. They only covered uh, against the Saints in a three-point game. Uh, so – I'm looking at a team that, you know, maybe we're going to see them wake up. And, you know, the the easy narrative is to say Andy Reid off a bye, um, get a bunch of rest. They're going to come out and just flip the switch. I forgot
0: to say it, dude. Andy Reid off of a bye in the playoffs is like literally the coolest thing in the world. Thank you for bringing that up. I would have felt bad re-listening to this without noticing that.
2: Yeah, it is. It is an interesting narrative. Um And, and I think there's. I think there's stuff to support it. Uh, We talked about double-digit favorites, how rare that is. uh, Seven times in the divisional round since 2010. Um, And the favorites, six and one against the spread in that scenario. Um,
1: I'm surprised you hear
2: that. Yeah, I am too. Uh, But one thing I want to look at is uh, the total in this game. Uh, It is really high. And like we mentioned last week, high totals in the playoffs usually hit. uh, didn't last week with the Titans game that was kind of a surprise Um, but these are the two worst defenses remaining in the playoffs uh, if you just go strictly by DVOA Um, and everybody knows yeah the Chiefs are really really good on offense but the Browns since week 12 if you take out that game when their entire wide receiver core was out uh, the Browns have an offensive DVOA of 32.8 percent you extrapolate that across the full season; that's number one in the NFL.
0: Extrapolate that shit.
2: Yeah you want you want me to come on here for interesting facts? You better just <laughs> let me. <laughs> don't, no, I love it. Don't be Ethan.
0: Yeah, I gotta play the Ethan role when Ethan's not here. <laughs> no, I absolutely love it.
2: Uh, now, so you... I, I think I think we're gonna see a lot of points in this game. Is is the point because these these offenses are both clicking. Um, like you said, Andy Reid has had a ton of time to exploit a pretty vulnerable Browns defense with no Olivier Vernon. Um, yeah. I, I think we're going to see a lot of points here. And now, did we- you
0: happen to see the weather?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. About, about 40 degrees, lightish winds, no precipitation. So sunny yeah, on the points.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's going to be a day that the over has a better chance of hitting because of the weather than the under, I'm not going to touch a total in that game too high for me. Uh, Baker Mayfield <clears throat> might just struggle in this game which is something that I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch with my wallet on the line in a Baker Mayfield struggling game. Now that leads us to our last game. So it's a night game. It's not as late as I would like it to be. It's at 540 PM. I'd rather have this game be at about 7:30. 30. Um, we have the saints coming in as a three point favorite against the bucks. We saw what the saints did earlier this year to the bucks in new Orleans. Absolutely destroyed them. Made it look not fun. Now this time, We have Antonio Brown on the Bucks. that changes so many things. Um, I want to hear Dylan's view on this game before I get into it. Dylan, what do you got?
1: Okay. So this is the other end of that tease. Um, let me talk about the spread really quickly. The saints did dominate the bucks in that second, second game, that second matchup, uh, the Bucs also just, you know, we've talked throughout the season sporadically about the Bucs having a phenomenal defense. We also talked last week about Washington being completely incapable of moving the ball. And then we saw Heineke come in and throw for 300 yards against this Tampa Bay team and take them down to the wire. So yeah. if Heineke is putting up 300 yards against this Bucks defense, I, I don't believe in them as that stout defense that we were having the conversations back in, you know, week five about And they're facing Drew Brees in the playoffs. So the other leg of my tease here is I'm going to take that over uh, and tease it down to, I believe you get it at 44 and a half right now. I think the line is set at 51 and a half. Uh, Postseason. You know, we're going to have two offenses coming out firing, two historic Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We're in a dome. We don't have to talk about the weather here. It's going to be perfect. Uh, dome postseason games, 29 and 13 to the over historically. And if we're talking Mercedes-Benz Super Dome specifically, 71 and 51. If you had bet the over in every game, you've got a 15% return there. Um, and that goes all the way back to 06 with Drew Brees. So I'm teasing that down to, if it's a seven-point tease, teasing that down to uh, 44 and a half and pairing that with the uh, pick them for the Packers.
0: I feel like it's also worth mentioning that Antonio Brown is not a good person. So, um, you know, when capping these games and when picking a winner, <laughs> I think it's I think it's really worth mentioning um, how bad of people the other team's receivers are uh, or how bad of people they are. Now, all that being said, um, for entertainment value, I want Tom Brady to win this game.
1: Yeah, gross. So, I'm why, not going to. So you can watch him make out with his kid afterwards. Why would
0: you <laughs> want to see that? <laughs> now, hey, man, Tom Brady's a good guy. Antonio Brown, not a good guy. Uh, What's wrong the with Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you hear his far outlandish far right comments earlier this season? Yeah, right. He should be canceled. You're Get right. him out Cancel of here. Get him out of here. Now, uh, the Bucks at plus three. Here's why I like them they got murdered by the Saints earlier this year. So everyone thinks, not everyone, uh, most people have probably forgotten about that game because they're just little Tom Brady stands. So this is actually a a mute point. But uh, (laughs) the Saints destroyed him. That was when Tom Brady Brady wasn't throwing 120-mile-per-hour ropes around the field. Uh, Tom Brady is back. He's got his squad lit up. Uh, Much like you just said, Dylan, I am worried that Tom Brady um, has a defense that's going to let him down. Now, not as worried about Drew Brees as I was – or as I am about some other quarterbacks in this playoffs, um, I'm almost as afraid as I was of another far right supporter, uh, Heineke, uh, as I am uh, Drew Brees, because Drew Brees to me just, I, I, per, I gotta ask you really quick. Isn't this probably gonna be Drew Brees' last run? Like, Drew Brees doesn't come back next year, does he?
2: I mean, you gotta, I don't think you could answer that until you see how close they get. You know, with guys like this, they're probably saying, OK, just we're, we're this close. Give me one more chance at it. So, you know, yeah, if the if the Saints somehow get blown out in this game, that's a different story than, you know, they go to the Super Bowl and they and they lose. So for as far as Drew Brees is, is concerned with his chances for you know success next year.
0: Now, for me, I'm taking the Bucks money line. I don't want to see the Bucks lose by three in cover. I don't care about that. I'm doing it solely for entertainment purposes to see Brady move on. Uh, Perry, you're going to roll with the, the team that probably has a little bit more historical value behind it being
2: the saints in this spot. Um, I would like to take a look at, uh, you know, people are saying, yeah, Tom Brady's back. He's got this offense rolling. Um, who's he gotten this offense rolling against lately? The last four games of the regular season, Vikings, Falcons, lions, Falcons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Falcons that have
1: one of the best defenses in the league. My friend, did you see what they did to the Raiders? <laughs>
2: Get out of here, Dylan.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
2: Um, point, point is, that ain't the Saints right there. So,
1: yeah, one of the other things to note here with this, you know, this Buccaneers offense and the defenses that they've played, with the exception of Washington, who has a pretty good defense, but still put up a good fight against them, New Orleans Saints, they bring the pressure. They bring the pressure all the time. And Tom Brady is, is what, 55, 65 years old? I think he's 43. Yeah. Okay, so, which is also crazy because we have a combined quarterback age here of 85. I think Drew Brees just turned 42. So that's awesome. No exaggeration. Crazy. But And we
0: also have a quarterback matchup here that uh, both voted for Trump. Continue.
1: Sweet, sweet. Okay, well, I want both teams to win. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just – I don't think that uh, that Tom Brady is going to be able to escape the pressure of the New Orleans Saints this weekend. He's not – obviously has no mobility. He's completely out of that. And that eliminates some of their, their ability to move the offense. And their rushing game has been awful lately. I think they're like 27th or something in, in rushing lately. So I just don't see them competing with that. I'm actually going to disagree with you on that, Nick.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't – I actually don't mind you guys disagreeing because I think uh, this is a heart pick for me. I'm rolling with the, the Bucks money line. I do want to summarize right now. Um, kind of, uh, if we go two well, for three in uh, a pick,
2: let's 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 tamp, let's tamp that down just a little bit here, because because I'm going to throw something at you. Uh, yeah,
0: all right, let's hear it, pair.
2: Drew Brees is literally the best quarterback against Tom Brady ever.
0: That's pretty interesting.
2: He's five <laughs> and two outright and ATS in his career against Brady. Has he
0: ever been 42 years old with broken ribs and uh, a broken <laughs> a broken mental while playing Tom Brady before?
2: Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's uh, accounted for in any of these stats. Yeah, he doesn't have the
0: Tom- TB12 vortex. He's screwed.
2: No, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will look at uh, at another thing here. New Orleans is an entirely different team with Michael Thomas as well. They're seven and one ATS and outright when Michael Thomas plays this yeah, season. He looked good last so week when you uh, when you have a matchup against uh, against the Bucks and the Bucks are going to try to bring Crusher as well against Old Man Breeze. And I'd, I'd just like to point out that I'm considerably younger than both of them, uh, but <laughs> and more handsome. Well, I don't know about that. Tom married a supermodel.
0: <laughs> and Tom is beautiful. Uh,
2: the uh, the Bucks defense is also going to bring pressure against breeze. And with Michael Thomas, there breeze is going to be able to get the ball out a lot quicker and beat that pressure. Uh, so I think the offense for the, for the saints is going to have more, more uh, success against the defense of the bucks than the offense of the Bucks is going to have against the defense of the saints
1: yeah not to mention yeah. the saints ability to throw kamara in the slot too so you've got michael thomas you have latavius murray who's been running the ball well but i don't think they'll lean on the rushing offenses as much against what is a good bucks rushing defense the bucks ranked 21st in passing defense so if you've got an athlete like kamara in the slot and michael thomas shadowing him on the outside who are the Bucs going to put on those two guys to prevent a five to eight yard slant from happening every single play?
0: Yeah. And, uh, Michael Thomas to what I know, isn't that bad of a person. So, um, I, I agree that the saints <laughs> do deserve some respect in this spot. Um, I do want to point out to you guys, the, there was a playoff game played on Nickelodeon last week and, uh, the MVP of that game was Mitch Trubisky. So the, before
2: the N, the NVP
0: yeah the Nickelodeon Valuable Player was Mitch Trubisky. So before we all just pretend like Mitch Trubisky played so poorly, he did go nineteen for twenty nine for one hundred ninety nine yards and a touchdown. So just wanted to throw that out there uh, before uh, before I give the uh, the final summary here. So going down the list, it feels like we're all riding the, the Packers minus six and a half. So if you're at home right now, write that down. Packers minus six and a half. Big tease candidate. Tease it down to a win. It's going to happen. The the Bills-Ravens game is a little more tricky for us. We're all kind of – I think the lean is towards the Bills. But that being said, kind of split on that game. So tough game there uh, with the over also being in play. Takes us to the Chiefs versus the Browns. I'm actually going to go with you guys at ATS and take the Browns plus 10. I like it. I think it's not a super fun bet to bet, for, uh, to bet on because you have to, you know, watch Pat Mahomes on the other side of the ball. But uh, that's a, that, like I said, that's the game I'm going to tease down so I can you know, take the Chiefs minus three as opposed to ten on a seven-point tease. Um, I'm going to stay away from the over on that game, even though Perrin Dillon did uh, tease the over. The weather is going to be good, just a little too high for me. And I, I think the Browns, uh, in the playoffs, the Browns might be a, a team that has a hard time scoring. Probably not, though, so don't take an under in that game for sure. And uh, lastly, these guys are rolling with the Saints uh, out of entertainment value. I'm going to take the Bucks money line. Anything else that you guys want to throw out there before we get out of here today?
1: I like some of those alternate lines this weekend as well, so uh, keep your eyes on it. If you can get good value, I'm not opposed to throwing a half a unit on the Packers to cover two touchdowns. Um, or even taking someone like the Ravens at minus two and a half instead of plus two and a half if you can get a plus 200 line on that. Again, don't hammer it, but that's a good half, uh, half unit type of a bet there.
0: Now, I want you guys to think about this really quick before we get out of here. Um, I have a player prop I want to give out right now. We don't have their totals, but a player that I think is going to have a big game, whether or not he wins the game, scores points, doesn't matter. I think uh, Baker Mayfield goes over his total yards in this game. I think Pat Mahomes pushes him. Um, Even if you try to run the game out against Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes at some point is going to score two touchdowns in a row. He's going to do something that makes you have to throw the ball. Um, I expect the Chiefs to somehow get ahead in this game and Baker to have to throw from behind, despite his rushing attack being as good as it is. And I expect that number to come in a little lower because of that rushing attack. Uh, Anything you want to add to that, Dylan or Pear?
1: Nope, I like that, Lane.
2: Yeah, I think think you probably – if the game script goes as – how you would assume they're probably going to be some garbage time uh, for Baker Mayfield, which, you know, lends itself to a backdoor cover as well, which gives some more valuable, some more value to the plus 10. Uh, but for all those reasons, yeah. Over Baker's yards prop. It's probably Dylan
0: Perry, give us a player to watch and let's get out of here.
1: I want to I mean, the, I don't know if I've got any, any bets to put on this, but we are. Yeah. We don't have the, this. we don't have the totals yet. So yeah. I want to. I think the most important player to watch this weekend for me is going to be Drew Brees. I want to see how well he plays against a, a you know a much better Buccaneers defense, and I want to see if the Saints have what it takes to really make a push in this NFC. I think they're the only team that could take out the Packers.
0: The the Saints and the Ravens are very similar right now. Where we need to see something out of their quarterbacks um, pair.
2: Um, you know, I'm going to take. A look at uh, uh Lamar Jackson j- just because obviously he's the the reason that the Baltimore offense goes or doesn't go. Um, but his rushing yard prop, I he's I been killing that, I, yeah. I thought I saw it was around 75. Um, I he could set some kind of record for like back to back 100 yard rushing games but by a quarterback, that's, one
1: play, <laughs> yeah.
2: That I mean, that's that's in play. So, um, but I think that is also going to be the determinative in the game itself. So uh, if you're thinking about how the game is going to go, also have that rushing prop in your head. If you're thinking about that rushing prop, think about how the game's going to go because they're, they're going to be very tied together and the bills do tend to do pretty well against rushing quarterbacks this year. Um, particularly Cam Newton. So um, i, Cam I Newton.
0: Cam Newton is nothing compared to Lamar Jackson, but I get your point. Um, I also think this is just going to be a rushing affair for both quarterbacks. Josh Allen's very fast, able to run too. So uh, I guess for time's sake today, uh, we wanted to stick to just NFL. We, uh, we'll get back into college basketball in the NBA a little bit next week. Um, Dylan, uh, where can we find your golf, wings, your college basketball, and just other stuff on Twitter?
1: Yeah, uh, well, golf is uh, – we're only in day two here, so I don't want to speak too soon, but I've got a couple players that are uh, in the mix there. So keep your eyes on that, and you can find them at – Mused success on Twitter. M u s e d
0: success and uh, Pear, Where can we find your college basketball wins?
2: Uh, well, since Parlor got shut down, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't really set up anything on Gab yet. Uh, the Donald and Four Chan really are kind of. I don't really understand how those work quite yet. So you can find me on Twitter at the Paris Eleven.
0: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at I was at the Capitol. Um, no, I think, uh, I think next week we'll, uh, we'll start doing this. Uh, we'll start getting into this new episode flow where we do one episode a week being that we don't really have to recap the NFL anymore. Um, now that there's, you know, four games and two games, as opposed to 10, uh, 12 games. We had a week before Dylan, will be back in Colorado for next week's episode. We'll be ready to fire it up and hopefully we'll have Ethan with us who, uh, won't have a tail from the COVID vaccination. Um, I appreciate you guys being with us today and we'll see you next week. Thanks.